Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 99 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue or begin our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are looking uh, at Exodus chapters 14 to 17 in the week of April the 4th to April the 10th. Uh, and today, uh, this section... Um, we're going to start with Exodus chapter 14, where we find um, the Israelites on their way uh, to the promised land. But Pharaoh is not done with the Israelites. Uh, in verses 7 and 8, it says, And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of the Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And with the children of Israel went out with a high hand. So, uh, the, there's a few things here uh, that I want to point out. Um, that if we look at Pharaoh and his chariots as Satan, as representations of Satan and his followers, uh, there's a number of things that we can learn from this um, about how Pharaoh does not let uh, the the Israelites leave uh, the land of Egypt easily. Uh, first of all, that, that they don't keep their word and that he doesn't give up. Uh, even when we think that we have had a triumph over evil uh, in our lives. Uh, one of the things as well that I learned from this is that when you think that you've overcome a trial, um, that another one will come eventually, uh, and that is the case here. You know, the Israelites thought that their time in Egypt, their problems and issues with Egypt were finished, but of course they were not quite done with them yet. The other one um, that... The other lesson I think that we learn as well is that very often there is a great trial or difficulty or temptation just before something of a great spiritual nature or power is about to happen in our lives. We know, of course, that when the when Pharaoh and his chariots fall upon the Israelites, as we'll see in a moment, uh, probably one of the most uh, historic and well-known miracles takes place. But that only takes place after the great uh, difficulty and trial of Pharaoh and his chariots uh, bearing down upon the Israelites takes place. If it were not for Pharaoh and his chariots, would the Red Sea have ever been parted? Um, maybe, maybe not. Perhaps not in such a spectacular fashion. Uh, so that is something else, I think, that we learn, that great miracles and blessings come um, just when things seem darkest or to put it the other way and flip it on its head, um, if you are having a great difficulty or trial or temptation in your life, then perhaps it means that something of a great spiritual nature is going to happen in your life very soon. Uh, but it is Satan trying to do his best to just dissuade you from it. Um, of course, we think of examples like Joseph Smith uh, going to pray in the garden. Um, the garden. <laughs> Joseph Smith going to pray in the sacred grove. Um and Satan and his influence being felt there, uh, and many other times uh, in the scriptures where we see this um, taking place, um, the 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 trial before the uh, the great blessing comes. Another example, of course, is Abraham uh, and his, and of course this is a bit different because it is not it wasn't Satan trying to stop Abraham, but rather Abraham had to have this test, this Abrahamic test of being asked to sacrifice his son Isaac before he was then given the full blessings of the covenant. Uh, so in many like, cases, we do see 
uh, this take place. It uh, doesn't mean that it's any easier when those trials and difficulties come, uh, but uh, nevertheless, it does happen. So the uh, so the Egyptians draw nigh, uh, and the children of Israel are sore afraid. Um, in verse 11, it says, And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt with us uh, to carry us forth out of Egypt? Um, and then in verse 12, we see uh, the first kind of uh, hint of murmuring, which we're going to see happen as quite a theme through the Israelites' journey into the wilderness. It says, Is this not the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. So this is uh, what the first moment really we have where the Israelites say, Oh, it would have been better if we were in Egypt rather than have this happen to us. So Moses then replies to the people and says, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will shew to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye see today, ye shall see them again no more ever. Um, this is um, a, a great promise by Moses. Uh, and it is one which we will do well to remember in our lives when we are given difficulties and trials. We can be delivered we are about to see a great physical representation of this deliverance uh, take place. But we need to trust in the Lord that he can help and that he will help. As President Nelson taught yesterday, uh, in, well not yesterday, but taught in the recent general conference that happened just last weekend, we need to seek and expect those miracles. Um, Elder Dietrich Uchtdorf uh, at another time talk, uh, taught Quote, we are not ignorant of the challenges of the world, nor are we unaware of the difficulties of our times. But this does not mean that we should burden ourselves or others with constant fear. Rather than dwelling on the immensity of our challenges, would it not be better to focus on the infinite greatness, goodness and absolute power of our God, trusting him and preparing with a joyful heart for the return of Jesus the Christ? As his covenant people, we need not be paralyzed by fear because bad things might happen. Instead, we can move forward with faith, courage and determination and trust in God. As we approach the challenges and opportunities ahead, we do not need, we do not walk the path of discipleship alone. The Lord thy God doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Close quote. Um, the Lord will help us. He will strengthen, he will sustain and he will lift us up in times of difficulty and hardship. And when there is seemingly no um, escape from what is about to happen as it was with the Israelites um, as the chariots of Pharaoh started to come towards them uh, he did give them a way out um, the way out that he gave the Israelites was of course uh, one which many people around the world will, will know and recognize the Lord tells Moses to lift up his rod and stretch it his hand over the sea and divide it and the children of Israel shall go, shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Um, of course, this is probably not what Moses expected. He probably wasn't expecting the Lord to tell him to do this. And this is why we do get that scripture in the Doctrine and Covenants where the spirit of revelation is likened to what brought Moses and the Israelites uh, through the Red Sea. Um, because it was only revelation that could have told Moses uh, to do this thing. Uh, it's not like it was a common sense thing to do or the thing that we would do uh, if we were just trying to do it in our own 
uh, efforts, the Lord gave them an inspired direction, um, which which they did. Uh, Marion G. Romney taught, quote, I don't know how things will work out. People say to me, what will we do? If we have a year's supply and others do not, it will be gone in a day. Well, it will last as, about as long as it lasts, but I'm not that too, I'm not worried about that. If we will do what the Lord tells us to do, he will take care of us. He told the Israelites to leave the land of Egypt, you remember, and they left. When they got to the Red Sea, Pharaoh's armies caught up with them. I suppose they were worried about how they could escape from that army. They did not know, but the Lord knew. Um, they would never have been thus protected and saved if they had not been doing what the Lord directed them to do. Let us do what he has told us to do and then put our trust in him. He can take care of us and in the day of need he will do so. It's wise words there by President Romney because if the Israelites, like they mentioned, were only here because the Lord uh, you know, brought them forth. And as such, he would have had a way and he did have a way to bring them and deliver them out of this situation. Again, it may not always be the way that we expect, and it may not happen in the time or the, or the manner in which we want it to, but the Lord will be with us. As long as we are living our covenants the best that we can, we are following that path, repenting daily, and seeking to be as close to the Saviour as we can. Thank you so much for listening today. Tomorrow we'll move on to the actual events of the parting of the Red Sea, and just the amount of symbolism that's behind that and the way in which you understand how it happened as well. Um, so we'll look forward to sharing that with you tomorrow, and until we meet again, 